Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Presented by SportsGrid, and this is the Fantasy Football Frenzy, baby. And we're coming at you with another day of team previews. How are you ladies doing today? Um, my apologies. Another, another day of team previews. Last day, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the last day of NFC North previews. Tomorrow we'll do some fantasy stuff. We'll free range it. You know, we'll do our thing. Of course, we got the crew here today. And... Uh, let me welcome in the Sharks, the Fantasy Sharks. That is Fantasy Taz. Jim Day, what is up, my friend? Hey, Chris and Chris. You know, another Thursday, another day we talk some football. We got some football on tonight. You know, it's good. It's all good. I'm ready for some football. It's all gravy. I want some real football. Yeah, yeah. Looking for some real football. But you know what? At first I was like, ah, yeah, preseason. But then at the same time, you get to see a lot of these rookies that are fighting posi- for positions and a lot of these young guys fighting for positions. Uh, to start, and maybe we'll we can find a hidden gem out there for fantasy this year. What is up, George Kurtz, my man? Good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, preseason for me, it's all about three things. You mentioned the rookies, two injured players coming back. Let's see how they look, and three p- positional battles. I want to see how certain guys uh, that are battling for a, a starting job how one looks against the other. Exactly. There you have it, right there uh, on this Thursday, August fifteenth. Uh, like I said, we're talking Cincinnati Bengals, who came in last. They were 6-10 and 10 in the division last season. Once again, they will probably come in last in this division. This is a tough division, the, uh, the AFC North, that is. Um, but before we get into that, some news and notes. Uh, and the first one being, <laughs> apparently, Jimmy Gucci Garoppolo, my boy, threw uh, five picks in a row in practice yesterday. And... Uh, that's not good. That's not a good sign. Now people are saying, I'm hearing, oh, he, he's going to lose the job. Uh, Jim Day tweets me. Uh, Nick Mullins, here he comes. Uh, I mean, it's practice. It's practice. Why, are we worried about this, Jim? Come on, seriously. you got to be worried a little bit, dude. I'm just saying you have to be. It's, it, he doesn't seem to have any rapport with Dante Pettis. You know, that was supposed to be their number one wide receiver, and he doesn't have rapport with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, he's throwing five interceptions in a row in practice. <laughs> it's just, look, I, look, he'll turn it around more than likely, and I think he'll be a great backup. But I would never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever in any draft consider him a QB1. Oh, no, right now you can't. Right? I mean, you're getting him for free now. You're getting him for free. You don't even and have to draft him. still may be too much. Yeah, no, come on. Stop. You can pick him up on the waivers when, um, you know, Big Ben throws 
seven picks in the first two games. You're like, oh, I don't want it, this guy anymore. Let's pick up Gucci. Uh, and that's what's going to happen for most people out there this fantasy season. Um, George, a couple other things. I just saw this on the Arizona Cardinals depth chart. You know who moved up to number three? In the, at the wide receiver depth chart? Kevin I White. Do, I do. Oh, you're going to say it? No, that's okay. I'm just messing. Well, you going to say Kevin White? Yeah, of course. Kevin I, White. Because I George. saw the damn thing. <laughs> what do you make of Kevin White? Because this is a guy, obviously, I used to love. Nothing. No, George. <laughs> oh, sorry, George. <laughs> George can tell you nothing, too. It's okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, it's a guy, when he, when he first came out, we all had high expectations for. Didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, first round pick. Right. Uh, I remember in Dynasty Leagues, where uh, I think I was upset that he went one pick before me. You know, I don't know who I took above him, so I don't know if it worked out for me or not. But I remember being upset that I was going to take him. I think I had the sixth, seventh pick, something like that. And he went one pick before me, and I was, uh, you know, it was, it was a pencil breaker because you know, I lost my pick there. <laughs> Ended up probably, it certainly couldn't have been any worse for me, whoever I took. So uh, it, it didn't work out for him. Maybe it doesn't uh, in Arizona. Maybe it doesn't. Fantasy-wise, I mean, unless you're playing in an 18-team league, I don't see what, what kind of news this is here. Fitzgerald, Johnson, Christian Kirk, they're going to get a majority majority of all the targets there. Andy Isabella, I know he's technically ahead of Isabella right now. I always wonder, is this a wake-up call? You know, all right, you're not playing well, you're not taking it seriously. Now you're fourth on a depth chart, a wake-up call. Right. Uh, maybe White it does look good in, uh, in preseason. Maybe he does, but I have a hard time Yeah, but I don't think a wake-up call works for this guy. I think you need like a wake-up sledgehammer. Who, for Kevin White? Yeah. No, you need like a bodysuit of armor for this guy because yeah. he'll get he'll break every bone in it. Like he's so fragile. Uh, I mean, when he plays, he looked good at times. When he played, uh, he just gets hurt every single time. I'll give him credit; he keeps fighting for you know a roster spot. I mean, at this point, people completely forgot about him, but he was really hyped coming out of I believe it was West Virginia, right? So uh, this guy was super hyped. He was huge, freakish speed. He has everything, you know. And uh, it's just a shame that it goes to waste. And I, obviously, I'm not buying too much into the Kevin White thing right now because you still have three rookies on that depth chart, uh, wide receivers, Andy Isabella, Hakeem Butler, and Keyshawn Johnson, who actually looks fantastic, probably looks the best out of all those guys uh, in preseason so far, so in camp. So that's that. Speaking of drafts, 18-team drafts, we, uh, Jim, we had a 14-team mock last night um, for Sports Illustrated, and I had the 14th pick. Which yes, was a new did. one for me. And we were joined by our friend Mike Florio, too. So yeah, that was fun. a lot of great guys in, in that thing. Uh, shout out to all of them. You had Ronis on there, Dr. Roto, uh, a lot of guys from the FNTSY Sports Network. You have Florio, who had the first pick, and he took Christian McCaffrey, which is fine. It was a PPR. Uh, I had the 14. I never really did a 14-team drift and had the 14th pick, uh, but it was interesting. I ended up getting Lev Bell and Juju Smith-Schuster on the 14-15 turn. I think my team ended up all right, though. I think I ended up right. How'd you like your team, Jim? I always love my team. Not always <laughs> the way it works out, but I always love my team. I think most people, when they're done, feel like they love their team. They went after the guys they wanted. If they got them, they feel happy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I thought my team came together well in a 14-teamer. It, it was a decent situation. So, I, you know, anytime I can draft, I'll draft. I have, I have a hard time saying no. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's lots of fun. Uh, you know, we did it for, with a lot of experts, and it was a really good draft. I mean, you know, there was some reaches obviously here and there but you know it's a mock and it's supposed to give people a, an idea of what to expect when they draft uh, even though it's experts and casual is very different but fantasy football frenzy on a thursday we will be talking cincinnati Bengals after the break 
We'll get into uh, the running backs there, Joe Mixon, see where he's going in drafts, uh, and see who we would take Mixon over or after, because that's an interesting part of the draft right there. The one-two turn, Mixon's going around that area. Who would you like? All right, for Jim Day, George Curtsy, boy, the closer. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Morning after. WFAA's Dale Hansen. There was like an isolated shot of Goodell and Jay Z laughing it up together. Like, yeah. Jay Z, bro, you're being used. It appears that he has sold his integrity for what, hopefully, from his point of view, is going to be a big check down the road. And I don't know how he could do that, especially when he's been aligned with Colin Kaepernick in the past. What the NFL has done to Colin Kaepernick is disgusting. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yes, and we are back. Fantasy Football Frenzy, Thursday, August 15th. We're getting close to the season. I'm hyped. I am hyped. I'm not going to lie. We're talking to today, Bengals today, but first, we have a goon squad league, okay? Me, George, and Jim are already in it. We 
nine, we told everybody out there, send us messages if you want to be in the league. Uh, and I took the first nine guys that came, acro- that, you know, came across me. Uh, and I have most of the emails except for four people. But, but, but you did get preference if you're a tall, freakish dude. Yes. You did get preferential treatment if you're a bigger dude. Plain and simple. Um, and here we go. Sherm. That's it. That's all I got. Sherm is someone who uh, was on, in YouTube, I guess, in the chat and said he wanted yeah, to be in the in league. Yeah, chat a lot, yeah. Okay, so, you know, Sherm, if you're out there, find me on Twitter at TheCloser1587 and send me, a, send me your email. Uh, dumbass145. That's the name. Can't help it. Dumbass145. <laughs> always in the chat, usually. Send me your email uh, via Twitter. Jurassic Forest, who's always in the chat. Send me your email via Twitter. And... Dre Brooks. Everyone else we got. The other guys in the league. Polo Joey. Shout out to him. Big Timer, who's every day. Goon Squad for life. Justin Muse, Diego Cortez, and Kevin Richardson, besides the three of us here on the show. So there you have it. Let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, You're the, looking the for Bengals? a partner if anybody wants to buy into my team. Oh, he wants a partner because it's a $50 league. We're going to do $50 buying. I want to try I'm to, cheap. <laughs> I want to try to do the draft last week of August. One of those days, uh, weekdays or whatever, during the last week of August, that last uh, weekend of August, I can't do. I have like two or three drafts that weekend. So during the week would be good. I'll do online like eight o'clock at night or something. All right. But I need those emails first. All right. So Cincinnati Bengals made a lot of changes this, this season as they should have for a long time. For the longest time, they've had uh, Marvin Lewis as their head coach for years. After, you know, mediocre season after mediocre season, showed some glimpses. And whenever you think he was on the hot seat, he'd do a little, uh, just enough to get himself to keep the job. Finally, they let him go. Uh, You got Zach, new head coach Zach Taylor, very young, only two years experience uh, in the NFL here with the LA Rams as, um, I believe, he was a quarterback's coach or a running back's coach, something like that. I'm not sure, but he was, LA, he was with the L.A. Rams for two seasons before this. Now he's the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. New offensive coordinator Brian Callahan, who was a former Raiders QB coach, and new defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. Shout out to him from Staten Island, New York, actually. Uh, he's a former defensive back coach for the Giants and the Miami Dolphins. So revamped look in the coaching staff, new regime. Uh, you know, they had some... Some losses and some additions as well that I will get into right here. Key ones, they lose Vonta as perfect, of course, and Michael Johnson are, are the notable ones. Uh, others, signings that they have, acquisitions, offensive guard John Miller, defensive tackle Kerry Wynn, cornerback B.W. Webb, uh, a couple other p- cornerbacks, uh, linebacker Preston Brown. Uh, they re- re- get, uh, get back C.J. Azuma and Tyler Eifert, Bobby Hart. So... They don't really have anything really standing out here in terms of acquisitions or losses. Uh, pretty much a similar team, but they do lose A.J. Green for, it looks like, Jim, what is it, about two, three weeks here to start the season? They're not sure. They're, they're saying he's going to miss some games. They're not sure how many. It really is as simple as that. They're, as we get closer to the season, hopefully we get an update. But as of right now, you know, they're, they're saying one to two games, but it's so ambiguous at this point. It could easily be four or five. Yeah. Could be four or five. It's tough to tell. That's why it's hard to place where you want to draft them in drafts this year, but we'll get to that. Um, 
In the draft, they addressed the O-line. Offensive tackle Jonah Williams is their first pick. Uh, they got a new tight end, Drew Sample, who they drafted, I believe, in the third round or the second round. And QB Ryan Finley uh, in the fourth or fifth round. And uh, they could, you know, they try to address their needs, obviously. Offensive line, which was one of the big ones. Uh, it's improving, but they're still ranked 27th coming into the season at, uh, in their O-line. Uh, based well, on- that, that, a good part of that is because they lost the left tackle that they thought they were going to lean on this year in Jonah Williams when he went down with the with the injury and he's gone for the season. I mean, that, they expected big things out of him. Yeah. Early first round pick. First round pick. He was going to be the guy to anchor that line. And man, he's already out for the season. So yeah, that was a big thing. Plus they've had a couple other guys that have been dinged up, uh, you know, not real fully, but enough to where it's been piecemeal offensive line so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Your first round offensive tackle, uh, offensive tackle, one of the most important positions, uh, the most important position on the O-line, and he goes down for the season. Yeah, baby. For the Bengals, who's already hurting, coming in at 27th on Pro Football Focus. Uh, and then you got, defensively last year, they, they weren't very good. Uh, you know, 25th against the run, 26th against the pass, according to DVOA on Football Outsiders. That's what you need to know about the Bengals coming in. Now let's talk about their players, starting with Joe Mixon at running back, which seems to be, right now, the guy you want on the Bengals, if you're going to take somebody on the Bengals, Mixon is the top guy right now. Uh, he's going very high in drafts. Uh, RB8, I believe, according to NFFC, yes. That's 15 or 16 overall ADP. Uh, and, you know, last year I had a really nice season uh, with the Bengals. Uh, almost a complete season. He caught over 40 passes. Uh, you know, he rushed for almost 1,200 yards. You know, he did very well. He was an R, basically an RB1. Uh, and this year going in drafts, you know, he's going in that, I guess, l- sometimes late first round, early second round in 12-team leagues, George. Uh, is, this is kind of a bell cow because you got, you got Gio Bernard there and you got some rookies after that, but nobody that's really going to threaten him for all his work, his, you know, early down work as a ball carrier and his pass catching work because he's a, he's a better pass catcher than a lot of people might think. 43 catches doesn't do him justice. I think he could do better than that even, George. Well, he's going to have to. I mean, you look at the, uh, the Bengals here. They're a bad team anyway. Uh, no A.J. Green. They're going to struggle. You know, they're going to struggle to move the ball here. Uh, Boyd's numbers were not as good. I, I know some of the came with Driscoll, quarterback, and not Dalton. Not that Dalton's the end-all to be-all. But uh, they're going to be trailing in a lot of games, especially in the second half. So how much running can they possibly do? You already brought out the problems with the offensive lines. Opening up holes could be an issue here. I, listen, I like Mixon. He's a top 10 back for me as well, uh, as well, but he's number 10. You know, mainly because of the issues on the O-line, the issues with the offense here. As Jim said, I think if you're drafting A.J. Green, you're hoping for October. I guess you're over-under now. You, know, you hope he comes back in October, then you got to have to hope he comes back completely healthy and is the A.J. Green of old and doesn't get another injury. Good luck with that. Good luck. <laughs> and I'm one of those people who believes, I think Cincinnati's playing for next season. You know, they want to get one of those top picks, you know, tank, I know that's a dirty word, but tank this year, get one of those top picks next year to get one of those quarterbacks in the quarterback-heavy draft. So I think the, the Bengals have all sorts of issues. Mixon is the only player I want on this team. I don't want Green. I don't want Boyd. Certainly don't want Dalton. Uh, I mean, I would, I would take Mixon, but he's a top, uh, top of the second round kind of guy. He's a running back one. All the running backs at the top, really, four have issues. You know, so it's not like you're going to get a perfect guy, but he's going to have to catch the ball. To really be uh, pay off some value here, and I'll worry about him in standard leagues. You're worried about him in standard leagues because you don't get that. He, he, he's going to be touchdown dependent. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get a lot, a whole bunch of yardage here because 
Who are you worried about on offense? If you're a defensive coordinator, Chris Ventures, a defensive coordinator, who are you worried about? Joe. You're going to stack You're gonna stack that box. It stop mixing and force anybody else to beat you. He'll still get some yardage here, but I, I am somewhat worried. I think in standard leagues, he's going to be very touchdown dependent. I think in PPR leagues, half point PPR, I think you said 43 catches. I think he'll do better than that because he'll have to. He'll be on the field. I think he could approach 60. You know, it's another 17 points or 8.5 and half point PPR. Mm-hmm. I think that's where his points have to come from. I just, I mean, really, guys, second half. How how often does Cincinnati forget winning? How often are they not trailing by more than a touchdown? Right, right. I mean, listen, he's right. They're rebuilding. I mean, especially once they heard the news of AJ Green, you know, getting surgery, going down, getting surgery, and now we don't know when he's going to be back. Maybe it's in October. Uh, you know, they couldn't be just four or five weeks. By that point, the Bengals could be, you know, one in four, one in five, and then it's a tank season anyway. So, uh, you know, the O-line struggling. You got the, their first-round pick is out for the season. It's already starting off horribly for the Bengals, So, and it was already bad. Uh, the defense, pretty bad. Besides Geno Atkins and a couple other guys on the line, one secondary guy here and there, that defense is pretty much going to get torched. Uh, so... You know, Mixon is the guy, and he's going to have to do a lot. For volume alone, he could he could mean a lot for this team. But we'll get back into it, head into break. Fantasy Football Frenzy, presented by Fantasy Sports Network. Jim Day, George Kurtz, boy, the closer. We'll be right back. Full-time fantasy. You got to move luck down the board now. We've talked about how deep the quarterback position is. You don't need to take him early on. You have to decide, okay, where is the value? And and again, this can be done if he's going to slip. Like, so we saw him go as the QB9 in an online championship in round 12. That's the area where I might start to think, hey, uh, he could be a value. He could be out there week one, week two. He could miss an extended period of time. We don't know. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. 
your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Now that's some drumming right there. You know what you got to do, Chris and George? It's time. You got to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. Number one, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Number two, make a deposit. Number three, place your first bet and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. There you have it. DraftKings Sportsbook. All right. Cincinnati Bengals fantasy football frenzy. It is Thursday here in Studio 34. And we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals running game. Joe Mixon. Uh, Jim, I didn't get your take. So Mixon right now, would you take him above... Now, obviously, you have Connor very high. You have Connor above Bell. Would you take Mixon above Bell? I had Mixon above Bell after the draft, but uh, losing Jonah Williams definitely pushes him back for me. I love what Mixon could do, and he makes creates a lot of his own yardage on his own. I get that. But, you know, this offense line may very well be worse this year than it was last year, and that just scares me. Uh, you know, we're talking about an offense here that, let's see, they were – 26th in total offense, mm-hmm. uh, 27th in offensive touchdowns. Uh, they were 30th in league in offensive plays and 26th in league in rushing attempts. So, yeah, it, it kind of scares me. I love Mixon as a running back, but that offensive line, the, the fact that A.J. Green looks like he's going to miss multiple weeks, man, all of that scares me. I'm not saying I, I you know, forget about him and I won't draft him, but I have pushed him down to where you know, I like him much more, feel better about him getting in, in the middle of the second on. I can't grab him at the end of the first, early in the second anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he's at the end of that that second group of running backs for you. So like that group where you have, you know, because you got, you got the big three plus four with the Zeke. Um, so that's four right there. Plus da- five with David Johnson. You want to include David Johnson, you could do David Johnson, right? Uh, I have Bell after that, but you don't. You have Connor. Uh, I also have Gurley and Cook up there with Connor. And then at the end, there's Mixon. 
And then after that, it turns over to that next group of running backs, correct? Well, I have, I have Chubb, Mixon, Cook, um, you know, guys like that. Oh, Chubb, in, right, in right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, in, Chubb's there, up there. in that grouping there um, coming up next. But, you know, any one of those guys I'd feel okay with. I do have Gurley above all of them. Um, so any of those guys actually, and on Johnson would fall into that mix too. All those guys right there, I, you know, this is, again, this is what I talk about. This is the quicksand yeah, is that has spot. become the second round. All of these running backs have serious issues, concerns that have, have to be weighed upon. And I know the consensus is to go out and grab them anyway because that's where people rank them and they should do this and they should do that. And I can't tell you how often now I'm going wide receiver or one of the elite tight ends. And actually, that's, that's not true. The elite tight end in Kelsey. Um, one of the top wide receivers or Kelsey in round two and bypassing this round of running backs. I like the guys I can get coming back into three and four. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not loving all the concerns that have are in this group right now. Right. Cause you got running backs with question marks in the second round, but they have obviously high ceiling or a good a great opportunity in front of them. But you got running backs going into the third, late third, early fourth that are, you know, also, super high ceiling guys. David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, uh, Tariq Cohen's going even later than that, and he's a great PPR back to have. Uh, you know, there's guys like that lingering around there. Damian Williams is starting to drop into that third round. And, you know, they have just as high of a ceiling as some of these guys, but you're getting them a round or two later. The value's there, George. Um, I don't know. For me, in that second group of running backs, it's Cook. Like, I, it's Cook. If Cook's not there... I'm bypassing it. What about for you? You said Mixon you, you have in that relative area, right? Yeah, I'm with Jim. Uh, once again, I think the, all these running backs that we're going to name here, they do have, uh, I call them warts, or a wart. Hmm. Uh, you know, Bell, new team, hasn't played in the year, Gurley, the knee, Melvin Gordon, Lord knows when he's going to play, uh, Dalvin Cook, injury history, uh, Chubb, for me, the only wart with Chubb is, okay, yeah, what happens with, uh, with Hunt when he comes back in week 10? Uh, so those are all the guys in that grouping for me. Uh, James Connors there uh, as well. So they all have something that we're worried about there. So it's picking the right one if you had a choice of all these guys. Mm -hmm. I do have Mixon closer to the end of that tier. Because it's Mixon. It comes out of two things for me. I'm going to keep harping on the offensive line. Not very good. And this team's going to be trailing in so many games. That I think the run game in the second half is going to be almost invisible. Uh, you're not going to be able to run the ball. Not unless you're trying to lose by 21 points. Uh, which, hey, maybe they are. So there is a concern here. But like I said, there's concerns of all these guys. Right. You know, as much as I'm concerned about Mixon, I still want him over Fournette. I want him over Freeman, guys like that. I think by the end, uh, I can be convinced to move Josh Jacobs up. I think he's going to be a, a pretty good back if Oakland ever gets all their crap together. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe he's the high upside guy in, in the next tier. Damian Williams also, high upside, upside in the next tier. Right. But uh, like Jim said, and he's 100% correct, they all have warts. That, there's a reason why we all die for McCaffrey, Kamara, Barkley. Uh, David Johnson, Elliot, if he shows up to camp. There's a reason why we all want these guys, because they don't have warts. Everybody else does. Yep, absolutely. And then used to have in this tier, Melvin Gordon used to head this tier, or even maybe with the David Johnson, Lev Bell in that area. And, you know, with the holdout, once again, he's been dropping pretty far, further than Zeke, surely further than Zeke, because Melvin Gordon seems very real. I feel like the Zeke deal, everybody thinks the Zeke deal will get done. Melvin Gordon, mm, on the fence about it. We don't know. Uh, but, 
Yeah, that tier, Mixon's at the end. Aaron Jones is another one in the third round tier that you can get, and he might be better than a lot of these guys going in the second. So, yeah, we see where we're coming from here with that second round quicksand uh, with the running back position especially. Plus, there's great wide receivers going in the second round. Great elite wide receiver ones going in the second round. So, of course, you want to try to grab your bell count in round one, but if you can, if you got a late pick, you know, what do you do? Sometimes you have to go wide receiver, wide receiver, and that's just the best value there. Um, but, yeah. Joe Mixon, last year, though, he did end as, as uh, running back 10 in PPR. Uh, and he came on strong towards the end, the middle and the end, uh, you know, consistently giving you a lot of points there. Uh, so, you know, there is the chance of that. One thing that does worry me, though, is that Gio Bernard is pu- pretty much purely a cas- pass catching back. Very good pass catcher. He's that elusive type of guy, you know, that Darren Sproles, you know, the, the, those type of running backs the pass catchers, Eckler, uh, but obviously he's not going to get involved as much. He's also older now. He's been in the league for a long time. He, he gets injured a lot. He's got that injury-prone tag on him. I'm just worried if they are down, like you said, George, if their defense can't handle things and their offense is stagnant and they can't run the ball a lot, I'm worried Gio Bernard's going to cut into his pass-catching touches. I would hope his, his targets go up. If, it, if, uh, if you could guarantee me that his targets go up and he gets 55-plus catches— I'm all on board with taking him late in the second round or something like that, Joe Mixon. But if he's going to get 40 again with possibly much less yardage than he did last year, I'm not, I'm not really hopping on board there. All right, let's move on to, before we had to break, the quarterback, and I don't even know what, Andy Dalton. Uh, I mean, he's going. I mean, he's not even going. He's just not even going. He's, he's free. You could pick him up. And there was a point, it's funny, I used to really like this guy, when he first started playing, he had like this year in uh, 2015 where he had 25 touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, he had a good record. He didn't throw for a ton of yards, but the year before, he, uh, two years prior he did, he threw for 33 touchdowns, beat through 20 picks. I thought maybe the breakout was coming after that 25 touchdown, seven pick year. And then the next year he has 18 touchdowns, eight picks. It be, seems like he's more of a game manager than what I thought he was going to be because he's called the Red Rifle for a reason. He, he's got a cannon. Uh, but it just seems like maybe the weapons around him, maybe the coaching staff that he's had all this time has limited him. But, you know, you can't trust him this year either, George. Uh, uh, I mean, he's, he doesn't have the weapons. A.J. Green's not coming back for a while. And then, you know, you got Boyd and you got Mixon, but the O-line's in shambles and the defense. I mean, maybe the good thing is he'll have to throw a lot in second half of games. Sure, we can look at it that way. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've probably spent more time on Dalton than we should. Even in a two-quarterback league, a super flex league, he's not a starter. You know, yeah. maybe he's, the, he's on that border of 22 to 28. But you're probably going in a different direction now that A.J. Green's out because we don't know how much we're going to get from him. Uh, yeah, there were times where Dalton did have good fantasy seasons. Yeah. Those, those times are gone. Right. Uh, the Bengals, we know they need to make a transition to a new quarterback. I thought they should have taken a quarterback at 11 in this past year's draft when uh, Haskins was there. Uh, they, and they passed up. But as soon as, I, as soon as they passed up on him at 11, you knew they were playing you know, a tank for Taya you know, next season. That's what they're doing here. They're hoping yeah. to grab him in the draft. And uh, they'll have a damn good chance at it because if they're not the worst team in the NFL, they're damn close to it. <laughs> they definitely are. They're definitely close. And uh, they probably will do that, you know, secretly sly tank job this season to get someone like that because they drafted Ryan Finley in, in the fourth or fifth or, or so. Big, tall, uh, pocket passer type. Uh, I think. No, I think he could run a little bit too, actually. But he... He's not the quarterback, franchise quarterback you're looking for. Uh, so this season well, is for that. That may not be true. Okay, Jim, real <laughs> quick before you know, we hit the break. 
he started out bad in OTAs and early in the preseason, but he's really turned it up so much so that there's a good chance that they drop Jeff Driscoll right off the roster because of it. So uh, he's playing better now. It could don't be surprised if all of a sudden he he rounds it up and becomes that guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Dalton needed some fire under him all this time, uh, some competition uh, at the quarterback position to really get him going. Who knows? Sometimes quarterbacks end up playing better because they have that. He's been the franchise quarterback all these years for the Bengals with nobody really pushing for his job. So I know no one's drafting Dalton, but you never know. Dalton could end up having a decent year. Uh, Nah, probably not. All right. After the break, we'll talk about these wide receivers and tight ends here in Cincinnati, and we'll give you some more fantasy tidbits. Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, The Closer. We'll be right back. Fantasy Football Frenzy. The best friends forever. I know people don't want to hear it. The Mike Evans truthers. I'm a Mike Evans truther. I I don't think you are. I drafted Mike Evans his first year when he was a rookie, and I drafted him every year after that. I love the player. Have you drafted him this year? I would gladly take Mike Evans in the second round as well. Might as well take Chris Godwin ahead of him. I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that when I could get Chris Godwin at least a round later, maybe two rounds later? Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Frenzy, on Thursday, August 15th. We're halfway through the month of August. Sadly, that means the summer is almost over, guys. And I, I don't like that. Do not look forward to the winter, but I do look forward to the NFL season Fantasy Football 2019. Let's get it popping. All right. We spoke about Andy Dalton. I don't know why. And then we spoke about the running backs. Let's talk about these wide receivers where you have A.J. Green on the shelf after surgery. Looks like he's going to miss a decent portion of regular season games. We don't know exactly how many. Uh, You have Tyler Boyd now. And Tyler Boyd looked fantastic last season. Uh, He broke out. He he became the guy we were hoping he was when, you know, when he first got drafted, which wasn't too long ago, a couple, two, three years ago. So... You know, uh, without A.J. Green, he looked good as well because A.J. Green was gone last year too. Jim, Tyler Boyd this year. Would Tell us, uh, you know, are you high on him? And do you think right now where you're getting him in drafts, which I, I feel like he's going in that sixth, seventh round area, that turn area? Well, am I high on him? I've never smoked him, so I don't know. But, um, <laughs> you know, here, here's a couple of stats for you. This was from last season. Boyd averaged 15... 15.8 fantasy points per game, which was 19th overall. 16.7 fantasy points per game when Andy Dalton was active, which was 15th overall. 17.4 fantasy points per game when A.J. Green was active, which was 12th most. And he's currently coming off the boards as the 25th wide receiver taken. You tell me, does that represent value? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely does represent value. Yeah, he's coming off as, on NFFC, they have him as 26, and that's uh, 60 overall, which is really the end of the fifth, uh, the end of the fifth round. So, 5-6 turn, that's pretty good value, especially for a guy who's going to be a target monster for at least a couple of weeks to start the season, and then even when A.J. Green comes back, he gets the job done. He's the number two. He's the guy there. Uh, I mean, come on, really is... No one's really going to take too many targets from him. John Ross. I mean, at this point, no one really believes in John Ross. He's been hurt. Uh, you know, every time he's tried to get back on the field, uh, he gets hurt. He's very fragile, uh, it seems like. And he's a true burner. But, you know, at this point, Boyd is the number two. He's cemented as the number two. And Green could be out longer. Who knows? And then you're talking about Tyler Boyd possibly being a high-end wide receiver, too, maybe. You know, if he's getting that type of volume... And a team that might be down a lot, George. Uh, you know, you're talking about Dalton throwing, giving this guy a lot of targets. He's the best wide receiver in the team, and there's really not much after that. Can't argue that, right? Uh, you mentioned Ross. He's got the hamstring. Maybe he returns to practice next week. Maybe he doesn't. There's no, I mean, Uzeman, Eifert, and good luck uh, with the tight ends. <laughs> uh, I know Dalton does like to throw to Eifert in the, in the red zone, but uh, there's not much there. So Boyd, and if I believe, and most of us do believe, they'll be trailing in the second half, which means they're not going to run the ball. 
They're throwing the ball up and down the field. They have no choice. So uh, the volume should be there for Boyd. Yes, he's going to face the number one cornerback, you know, uh, when, when, as long as Green is out for. Uh, that, that's unavoidable there. They'll game. I don't know if they'll specifically game plan to stop him, but there'll be more game plans on him. But the game plan is going to be really to stop Mixon and force Dalton to throw, which is fine. You know, uh, we don't care. We want the throws coming his way. They're going to have to go his way. Who else, until Green comes back, who else can Dalton throw to? It's Boyd, Geo, you know, a little draw, you know, passing the flat. Mixon? Everything. Yeah, I mean, those, those passes, like everything downfield has to go to Boyd. So much. I have in the same category or same range as far, like not in that 25 range, guys like Mike Williams, DJ Moore, Watkins, Robinson, Ridley, uh, Jarvis Landry, I'd have a little bit above, above him, uh, starting Shepard, so in the same category as until Golden Tate comes back. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's true. So you, you have Boyd last season, okay, he was, he's even kind of safe. And that's why it's surprising that he, he's going this low. Uh, last year, had 108 targets, which is like a, a true number two or number one wide receiver for certain teams. 76 catches, over 1,000 yards receiving, and seven touchdowns. That's pretty great, pretty good numbers across the board. 76 receptions you can improve on, but over 1,000 yards, solid. Seven touchdowns, solid. He can improve on those numbers too. Uh, and that's a nice floor to have. Uh, after his breakout season, and without A.J. Green early on, and who knows, if A.J. Green comes back and he's hobbled up, you know, Boyd still might get a, a ton of targets on this team. Like we said, there's nothing else after that. We expect Mixon to get some targets in this offense, maybe some Geo sprinkled in, but not too much. But he should be a guy that could be wide receiver to, to territory, and right now, people are kind of sleeping on him. I think uh, with the way this team is built, I think that he will be a lot better than that. So there's a value pick for you on the Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, Mixon... Boyd look like two of the best uh, we're looking at right now. So after that, tight ends, right? Tyler Eifert, here's the problem. Tyler Eifert's very talented. Great red zone target. He, he, you know, he could catch the ball. He could do everything you want from an athletic fantasy, uh, fantasy standpoint tight end. But he's hurt all the time. He's going to play three, four games and get hurt again because it's just... History repeating itself. It just keeps happening. He keeps getting hurt and missing good, huge chunks of the season, if not the whole season. Uh, and, Jim, I, I don't know. It's hard to trust Tyler Eifert at this point. But at the same time, there is trust? a, a little... the word, trust. Oh, yeah, I shouldn't even use that word. Why? <laughs> it's hard to, to actually even invest anything into this guy. But you're getting him for free, um, you know, pretty much. I mean, he's probably one of the last tight ends taken off the board uh, in 12-team deep drafts. So... You know, but there is a little value there because there is the possibility that he does stay healthy, how slim that hey, might be, uh, and he's for the talented. 37 minutes he's on the field, he's going to score you big uh, for the 37 minutes before that first injury happens and he's done for the season. So for that first game, for those first 37 minutes, you got a real guy there. After that, eh, not so much. That's it? 47 minutes. That's about all I'm <laughs> invested in him at this point. You wouldn't take him as a tight end to, you know, 15th round? I might take him as a tight end 15 in the 200th round. Tight <laughs> so only in deeper leagues. Nobody's really investing into Eifert right now. All right. What Are about you? I mean, I like, so let's say I'm in a draft and, uh, you know, I have a good. Oh, wait, wait. Let's not, let's say, have you drafted him yet? No. George, how about you? Oh, I think you know the answer to that question, Jim. No, no. I, he's not even an afterthought. I mean, I don't even think about that effort. <laughs> I'll tell you this. In last night's mock 
draft of the 14-teamer, I was going to draft Tyler Eifert really late. Somebody drafted him. So I ended up getting Noah Fant after that. Uh, but he is draftable in deeper leagues. I mean, like as a backup tight end, I would do it if there's no one left on the board that I like. You know, if there's literally no tight ends left that I like, he's the last guy I would take. Uh, and after that, I wouldn't take anybody. If there's, like, you know, if he's just the one guy sticking out to me, I would grab him. I would take the chance, like, as the last pick. I would do it. Okay, in one so draft. You're out there. Let, let's put you on the spot. Right. Uh, Matt Lacoste starting for New England or Eifert? Eifert. Ooh. Greg Olson or Eifert? Oh, man. I guess oh, come on. Olsen. it's Olsen. Come it's on. Olsen, yeah, I know. But <laughs> Olsen's also another one. He's so, uh, you know, at this point, he could just he could, fall absolutely. apart on this the field. This season, too, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but let's make it a little harder. How about uh, Chris Herndon with a four-game suspension or Eifert? Chris Herndon. Uh, because on the trigger there. Yeah, because both of these guys, you're talking about a, a backup tight ends right now. So it's okay if he misses those four games, Herndon. I'll have him for the rest. Well, there you go. You know, look, I, I get it. And I understand why somebody might be attracted to him as a late tight end to what the heck type of play. The guy, when he is healthy, is one of the best tight ends in the game, or at least was. We just haven't seen that in a few years now. <laughs> We're holding on to that 2015. 2015 was the last time this guy did any serious damage in a season where he played 13 games at 52 Damn, catches. I think that was the last year I had sex. <laughs> Jim. TMI, George? <laughs> TMI, huh? That's a little too much. No wonder Listen, why you're we're, so we're married frustrated. Men here, okay? I, I don't want to count the... No, I'm just kidding. No wonder <laughs> why you're so frustrated and, uh, you know, irritable sometimes. You know, you got to get that, that sexual frustration out. You know, you got you to gotta do something there. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean well, I my do. My works you know, nights, man. This every is once my, in a uh, while, I try the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> you were both talking at the same time. You try the other hand once in a while, would you say, George? My wife works nights. This is how I get out my frustration, okay? Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and the nights hey, are not Chris, right. I got you'll get there kids. soon, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm still kind of a newlywed. You know put, what I'm saying? Put a dime in a jar for every time you have sex before you get married, and then take a dime out every time you have sex after you get married. That jar will never be empty. Never. Never. Damn. That's not something to look forward to. He's not wrong. I'm He's not wrong. I'm going to have to make a conscious effort. To make this, uh, you know, more than just once a month or whatever it is. Or one, in, in Jim's case, once every four or five years. years. <laughs> yeah, but it is Jim. so special at that time. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know. Anticipation. You almost got to, like, get into an argument with them so you have makeup sex. You know what I mean? Because it's just much better sometimes. You know, you, you get into an argument, you let it linger for, like, two or three days. And then by the end of that third day, you have the makeup sex. That's real good. You know, that, that'll... Yeah, that, that works for the first couple of years. After that, it doesn't work anymore. If that, I've you're just exhausted, right? where I, I've gotten to the point where I have to throw her out the window, and then maybe I have a shot. <laughs> throw her right out the window. What floor do you live on? Is it a... uh, I'm on the first floor, right, but, right. you know, we're elevated. We're a good eight feet off the ground. Right into the bushes. Because <laughs> I'm sure there's bushes No, no, right no outside. bushes. Right, right. right into the green. Right into the green. There you have it. Right into the green. Uh, that's the T from the green. <laughs> Jim Day throwing his wife out the window. But like I was saying, listen, Tyler Eifert, six, 52 catches, 615 yards, and 13 touchdowns in 2015. Nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. 13 touchdowns. 
Sounds like an Ebron year, like last year, who also had 13 touchdowns. Keep that in mind. That's probably due for regression. Like those old leather helmets way back then. Oh, in 2015, yeah. Yeah, those old, you know, prickly little helmets. You're trying to change them, but uh, you know, Antonio Brown. You know, he he wants to keep the old leather helmet. I don't get it. I don't get Antonio Brown. Makes Black no and sense. white TV. Yeah. No remote <laughs> controls. We had to get up and change the channel. You know, it was terrible. Oh, you, God. Remember those days? That sucked. I do remember those days, man. I used to sit by my TV and just, you know, flip the dial whenever you want. Chris never had no a TV idea what the hell we're talking about. George. No idea. No, no, I did. Um, when I was little, my grandparents had a TV where you have to turn the dial. I remember doing that. But remember that I, cable box? I, I was, was like so a piano? Little. <laughs> what you just, just hitting buttons? Well, you, you should try if you if you hit two buttons together. People used to think you get the uh, the Playboy channel, the porno channel, whatever. It was. If you hit like three and seven at the same time, maybe you'd be able to see a little something. It was hilarious. Oh, we're not talking about the hotbox. This is even before the hotbox era. Yes, I was uh, way before. This is the eighties, man. You had a little box wow. was like a piano. That's way before me. Yeah, I don't remember that. I remember the hotbox though for sure. That was a thing for a while in the nineties, but um. Real quick, before we end the program here, Jim, give me your, uh, your Cincinnati Bengals 2019 record. Oh, didn't we do this already? Because I know I'm not going to say the same thing again. That was weeks ago now. Um, I think they're going to win maybe four games, maybe five. Four or five games. I think their over-under was four and a half, right? So what do you got, George? Under or over I that? Got, I got three games. Their schedule isn't really brutally tough, but when you look at it, who are they better than? Exactly. Miami? Maybe <laughs> Miami. That, that be, might be the only game that they're better than. And they're playing at Miami. They wouldn't even be favored in that game. I can't find a game on the schedule <laughs> in which they'll be favored. Uh, three games. I would take the under there. Yeah. Poor Cincinnati Bungles. I'm, I'm with you. I think three games. Uh, yeah, I don't even think they could beat Miami. I think Miami might be better, to be honest. Kenyon Drake, get back to work. Get back on the field. We, we need The Dolphins need you, baby. All right. There you have it. Fantasy football frenzy talking Cincinnati Bengals. Not much to talk about, really, uh, on a Thursday. Tomorrow, we'll free Ranger will play some games, some fantasy football stuff. Maybe bring Steve Sadovoy on. Uh, we'll have some fun. All right, for Jim Day, George Kurtz, your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. See y'all tomorrow. Goon Squad, what up? Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. 
We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com I'm gonna miss you Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy I didn't want it to end Jimmy Gucci Garoppolo my boy threw uh, five picks in a row in practice yesterday and uh, that's not good that's not a good sign. Now people are saying, I'm hearing, oh, he, he's going to lose the job. Uh, Jim Day tweets me. Uh, Nick Mullins, here he comes. Uh, I mean, it's practice. It's practice. Why, are we worried about this, Jim? Come on, seriously. You got to be worried a little bit, dude. I'm just saying you have to be. It's, it, he doesn't seem to have any rapport with Dante Pettis. You know, that was supposed to be their number one wide receiver, and he doesn't have rapport with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, he's throwing five interceptions in a row in practice. <laughs> it just, look, it, look, he'll turn it around more than likely, and I think he'll be a great backup. But I would never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever in any draft consider him a QB1. Oh, no, right now you can't. Right? I mean, you're getting him for free now. You're getting him for free. You don't even and have to draft him. It still may be too much. Yeah, no, come on. <laughs> you can pick him up on the waivers when, um, you know, Big Ben throws seven picks in the first two games. You're like, oh, I don't want it, this guy anymore. Let's pick up Gucci. Uh, and that's what's going to happen for most people out there this fantasy season. Um, George, a couple other things. I just saw this on the Arizona Cardinals depth chart. You know who moved up to number three in the, at the wide receiver depth chart? Kevin I White. Do, I do. Oh, you're going to say it? No, that's okay. I'm just messing. Were you going to say Kevin White? Yeah, of course. Kevin I, White. Because I George. saw the damn thing. <laughs> what do you make of Kevin White? Because this is a guy, obviously, I used to love. Nothing. No, George. <laughs> oh, sorry, George. <laughs> George can tell you nothing, too. It's okay. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, it's a guy, when he, when he first came out, we all had high expectations for. Didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, first round pick. Right. Uh, I remember in Dynasty Leagues, where, uh, I think I was upset that he went one pick before me. You know, I don't know who I took above him, so I don't know if it worked out for me or not. But I remember being upset that I was going to take him. I think I had the sixth, seventh pick, something like that. And he went one pick before me, and I was, uh, you know, it was a pencil breaker because you know I lost my pick there. <laughs> Ended up probably, it certainly couldn't have been any worse for me, whoever I took. 
So uh, it didn't, didn't work out for him. Maybe it doesn't in Arizona. Maybe it doesn't. Fantasy-wise, I mean, unless you're playing in an 18-team league, I don't see what, what kind of news this is here. Fitzgerald, Johnson, Christian Kirk, they're going to get a majority, majority of all the targets there. Andy Isabella, I know he's technically ahead of Isabella right now. I always wonder, is this a wake-up call? You know, all right, you're not playing well, you're not taking it seriously. Now you're fourth on a depth chart, a wake-up call. Right. Uh, maybe White it does look good in, uh, in preseason. Maybe he does, but I have a hard time. Yeah, but I don't think a wake-up call works for this guy. I think you need like a wake-up sledgehammer. 